Welcome to Medicare for All Explained. This podcast will enlighten our listeners and dispel the distortions that surround Medicare for All. Medicare for All Explained is produced in collaboration with Physicians for a National Health Program and is hosted and produced by Joe Sparks. I'm your host, Joe Sparks. This is episode 87, The Illogic and Fraud of Medicare Advantage Plans. In this episode, I discuss two aspects of Medicare Advantage fraud and why the reasons for starting Medicare Advantage made no sense. Before I get started, I would like to note that I have provided links in the description for this episode to the two articles that I referenced later in this podcast. So let's start. On October 8th, the New York Times published an article titled, quote, The cash monster was insatiable. How insurers exploited Medicare for billions, end quote. I was thrilled to see a major media outlet cover this issue. The Times article discusses in detail upcoding fraud in Medicare Advantage plans, but does not use that term in the article. Upcoding is when health insurance companies list medical problems for people without providing treatment for those problems. Medicare pays insurance companies more for each medical problem, so this enables companies to get more money from Medicare. Since I have discussed upcoding before in episodes 57, 58, and 86, I am not going to discuss it in detail here. I recommend reading the article to learn more about the depth and breadth of this fraud in Medicare Advantage plans. Instead, I want to discuss two other aspects of Medicare Advantage fraud. The first aspect is why the reasons for starting Medicare Advantage plans defy logic. According to the article, quote, in theory, if the insurers could do better than traditional Medicare by better managing patient care or otherwise improving their health, their patients would cost less and the insurers would make more money, end quote. Medicare Advantage got its start in 1997 when legislation created the Medicare Choice Program. Later, new legislation in 2003 renamed Medicare Choice to Medicare Advantage. However, the U.S. privatized for-profit healthcare system has been the most expensive for more than three decades, along with getting some of the worst overall health outcomes of any wealthy nation since the 1990s. Original Medicare is a single-payer health care system, and single-payer systems got better health outcomes at lower costs than the U.S. health care system. Why anyone would think that recreating the poor-performing U.S. privatized for-profit health care system within Medicare would create better results for less money made no sense. The evidence strongly indicated otherwise. Now for the other aspect of fraud involved with Medicare Advantage. The New York Times article quotes Mark Hamelberg, an executive at AHIP, which is a health insurance industry trade group. The article said that Hamelberg stated, 
many of the accusations reflect missing documentation rather than any willful attempt to inflate diagnosis. And that Hamelberg said, quote, professionals can look at the same medical record in different ways, end quote. In my opinion, Hamelberg's statement is bold and irrelevant. Either the patient has been treated for a specific condition or has not. If the patient has been treated, then Medicare can pay the appropriate amount. If not, then no payment is necessary. If there is a problem with documentation, then that can be corrected. The other point that makes Hamelberg's statement bull is a known problem that exists with all forms of private for-profit health insurance in the U.S., denial of care. Another Times article from April is titled, quote, Medicare Advantage Plans Often Deny Needed Care, Federal Report Finds, end quote. This provides additional evidence that Medicare Advantage plan companies want to maximize profits and don't care about the people they insure. We have now seen that Medicare Advantage plans never made sense, cost us billions in fraud, and deny care. This makes a strong case for why we should eliminate Medicare Advantage plans and improve original Medicare. And, as I have discussed in most episodes of Medicare for All Explained, the best case would be to move to a single-payer Medicare for All healthcare system that covers everyone and eliminates out-of-pocket costs. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Medicare for All Explained. Remember to tell your family, friends, and colleagues about this podcast. Information about Medicare for All Explained can be found at our website, medicareforallexplained.org. The music for this show is Super Bubbly by Jesse Spillane. The logo was created by Lily Sparks. Thank you for listening.